This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. One of the biggest growing threats to the oil industry is California Governor Gavin Newsom and the state's aggressive policies to transition off fossil fuels. See, Newsom, a Democrat, is pushing California toward a carbon-neutral future, including a recent proposal to regulate oil refiners' profits, and cities and local officials are following his lead with their own measures. But the industry says it isn't giving up without a fight, especially since California is seen as one of the country's leaders on climate change policies and is home to the country's largest car market. So today we chat with Politico's Wes Venteicher about why Newsom versus the oil industry is becoming a growing climate battle. It's Wednesday, December 21st. So Wes, you're reporting how the oil industry is facing an existential threat in California. So why is that? Yeah, California, it's no secret that it's a Democratic supermajority here. They are very progressive legislature and the governor, Gavin Newsom, has been recently pushing them even farther on this particular topic. And so recently, just this year, we have these plans to ban the sale of gas-powered cars by 2035 here and move to a carbon-neutral economy by 2045. There's every day new bans on gas stations in cities popping up. Los Angeles just banned new oil wells in the city and cities are even banning things like gas-powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers and that sort of thing out here. Right. So it sounds like some of these policies are specifically implicating and targeting the oil and gas industry. Is that a way to look at it? Yes. Lawmakers are making no secret of the fact that they are trying to move to a green economy and that means pushing oil out at some point. I mean, it's always going to have a place here, but they're trying to really minimize it and be very serious about going to a carbon neutral, clean energy future. Right. And so conflict between California lawmakers and the oil and gas industry isn't new. And people do seem to forget that California is a major oil producing state. And one of Newsom's new proposals that you highlight specifically would actually regulate refiners profits, which would be the first of its type in the nation. And so this is just kind of the latest example of this conflict. So what's the rationale behind this push and what do proponents hope it accomplishes? The latest push specifically from Newsom is to penalize windfall profits on oil companies here, specifically oil refiners. There are 11 of them still operating in California. They produce the vast majority of the fuel that is used in cars here. They refine the crude, which has been pulled from the ground and then refine it to California's special gasoline blends that are cleaner burning than other states. And they sell it to the gas stations that we see on the road. And this is coming from the record high gas prices that affected much of the country over the summer and the fall, but were particularly pronounced in California, where gas prices are always higher than the rest of the nation. Part of that is due to the regulatory framework here, higher gas taxes, more stringent requirements for refining, that type of thing. But then there's still an unexplained gap where they just seem to be, based on the information that's available to regulators and analysts, 
making a bigger profit margin here than in other parts of the country, along with the more expensive gas in the first place. And so Newsom saw that, and he has made this proposal, which would penalize companies for making more than a given margin that has yet to be determined. That's an important detail that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, and he's not calling it a windfall anymore, right? Right, yeah. First, it was announced as a windfall tax that was made public, that was put in press releases and that kind of thing. But then when they came down to the actual language that was submitted to the legislature early this month, it was a penalty. And there are some implications for that in terms of getting it passed in the legislature. It's a bit of a lower hurdle in terms of number of votes. And the fact that they're pursuing that maybe helps show that the politics of this are still difficult in California, even with the Democratic supermajority we talked about, because gas prices make people mad. For sure. And the oil industry, unsurprisingly, is not giving up without a fight. So what are they doing in response to this latest proposal and more broadly, as California is really trying to accelerate their transition to a carbon neutral economy? Yeah, they're getting ready for a big fight over this. They've been pushing back on some of this stuff and on many fronts. I mean, California this year banned new oil wells within 3,200 feet of schools, businesses, homes, and some other sensitive locations that they've identified. And the oil industry is working on getting a ballot initiative, which in California, you can overturn acts of the legislature, new laws that were specifically passed by the legislature using that process. And they are trying that here. And with this windfall penalty, they are there's a couple groups here. It's the Western States Petroleum Association. There's California-specific groups that are industry-focused. But it's not just those that are starting to line up against this. You have a lot of business organizations, manufacturing organizations. So there will be a lot of pressure applied. And the same will be true of the other side with environmental groups. And also powerful here in California and are also lining up on the other side. Also, on Tuesday, senior lawmakers released the text of the omnibus end-of-year spending bill, which includes $1.7 trillion in funding. Congress is racing to pass the bill by Friday at midnight, and here's a quick rundown of the energy and climate top lines. The bill includes a total $54.6 billion in funding for the Energy Department and the nation's water programs for fiscal year 2023, marking an increase of about $1.78 billion from fiscal year 2022. The Interior Department will get a $574 million boost compared to a spending package passed earlier this year. EPA funding will increase to around $10.1 billion, which is a 5% boost over fiscal 2022 year levels. And the bill would spend $1 billion on restoring Puerto Rico's electric grid and provide $600 million to address the water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. Finally, Democrats failed to secure any money for the United Nations Green Climate Fund. That's a blow to President Joe Biden's pledge to ramp up the U.S. contribution to $11 billion annually in order to help developing nations adapt to climate change and deploy clean energy. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.